The following segment is from the off-day debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Okay, here's the thing. I feel like I'm about to say a bunch of mean stuff about the Panthers. And so I want you to tell me when I'm being unfair, because this trade makes no sense to me whatsoever. I don't know why Carolina would be interested in Sam Darnold. Okay, first of all, there is absolutely nothing that you can say that will hurt me. Um, (laughs) I've been a Panthers fan for long enough now to know that uh, everything is subject. You know, pain is not real. So (laughs) fire away. Um, But, I mean, to me, it's – they're looking for a quarterback. They're looking for an identity. We haven't had one since Cam Newton left unceremoniously. And, you know, they thought they had that with Teddy Bridgewater. And as we saw, it turns out that's not, you know, it didn't turn out the way we would hope it would. And so they're going to take another shot and throw another dart at the dartboard and see what happens. Bradley, I've had this theory here that a lot of what we've seen, even dating back to the 49ers trade up to number three, um, but especially more so now in this case with the Carolina Panthers, uh, with with all this quarterback or this, you know, positioning to get a quarterback or acquiring a quarterback in the case of Sam Darnold has to do with Deshaun Watson. And I think the Carolina Panthers, you know, I remember reading uh, earlier this offseason, David Tepper was like really all in on Deshaun Watson. So I guess I want to get your thinking on that. Like, do you think the Panthers reached a point where it was like, well, we're probably not going to be able to count on that because obviously Deshaun Watson's status very much up in the air right now. Uh, and it's like they had to do something because otherwise they're just stuck with Teddy. I think you're exactly right. Uh, I think that we were one of the teams that were in on Deshaun Watson and David Tepper had all but came out and blatantly said, I'm going to make Deshaun Watson a Panther come hell or high water. (laughs) Um, And with all of this um, off field stuff that's now coming out, you know, they had to move on. They can't trade multiple first round picks, multiple players for Deshaun Watson now. And then all of this stuff be true. Like that would be a disaster. So it's best for both sides, well, for the Panthers especially, for them to just move on to plan B, C, D, E, or F, whatever Sam Darnold is in the alphabet here, um, because I think they want to do something to move on from Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think, you know, they can say whatever they want about, well, he may still be here. That's a lie. They're going to dump him. They're going to get whatever they can get. Uh, There is absolutely no way that, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be on the on the roster this year. Um, so, you know, I I do think that Deshaun was was option A and probably A, B, and C. Um, but yeah, it it's the right move to move on because we don't know what's going on there. And it's too unclear at this time to to make that kind of trade. So Sam Darnold was available. I think San Francisco moving up to number three through a huge wrench in this whole thing because now that all but guarantees the top four quarterbacks are all going to be gone by the time the eighth pick comes up in the draft and it would cost more to move up to draft Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, you know, one of those guys than it did to acquire Sam Darnold. So they they went with the 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 cheaper option. 
So let's talk about that for a second, because you mentioned the 49ers moving up and, and you mentioned how David Tepper did not hide his intentions about a quarterback. Do you think that maybe that was a mistake? Because not only do you raise the level of expectations of the fan base, who are now probably a little disappointed, at least some of them, but also you announced to all your competitors, hey, watch out for us. We're going for a quarterback. And so you know, do you think if Tepper had played his cards a little closer to the chest, that maybe the Niners wouldn't have felt the urgency to move up to number three? Yeah, I think Tepper does kind of speak a little too much. Um, you know, it, it's hard for me to, you know, sitting here at my nine to five to tell a man worth $11 billion what to do and what not to do. But I do think that he could have kept it under wraps a little bit. I do think San Francisco was going to trade up anyway, because they're in their own situation, similar to what Carolina's in with, with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, but I, I, I think if Carolina really wanted to trade up to number three with Miami, they could have made a a trade similar to what San Francisco did if they really wanted to do that. Uh, Now, this could have all been a big brain scheme by David Tepper because he really wanted Sam Darnold. I doubt that, but um, I I do think that um, if he would have kept his mouth a little bit more closed than he did, we would have had a better shot at you know, getting a guy that we, we really wanted. The thing with me for the Darnold trade, Bradley, is like, what is the ceiling? You know, what is the ceiling outcome for this move? Like, what is the best case scenario here? I want you to kind of touch on that if you can for me. And also kind of, can you, can you give me this, can you give me a grade for this trade from the Panthers perspective? Okay. Um, I will grade it right now because I, it's kind of, un, it's unfair and hard to grade it fairly because he hasn't played for us yet. But I would say it's a B or a C plus, you know, somewhere in there. Uh, the positives, they didn't give up a first round pick. They didn't give up a lot of draft capital. It's a sixth rounder this year and then a second and fourth rounder next year. And a second round pick is a lot, but it's not like we traded three firsts and, you know, Brian Burns or Jeremy Chin to, to make this deal like we would have had to do for Deshaun Watson. So, you know, we got a better deal from a cap, you know, draft capital perspective. Um, I think the ceiling for Sam Darnold, I, I know he's only 23 years old. I mean, the ceiling is franchise MVP caliber quarterback. It's just a matter of, is he potentially that guy that has just been ruined by being in a complete disaster of a franchise and coaching situation or is have we seen what Sam Darnold is? So um, the Panthers feel like that it's mostly the situation he was in. You know, they look at Joe Brady and what he did with Joe Burrow. They turned Joe Burrow from a guy who couldn't even beat Dwayne Haskins out into the Heisman Trophy and number one overall pick. So they see something in Sam Darnold that they believe Joe Brady can, you know, reboost his career and they feel like it's worth the risk. I look at it and say, I've seen three years of this guy. It can't all be Adam Gase's fault, right? I mean, I know Adam Gase was bad. Believe me, he was hideous. But I just, I can't pin it all on Gase and say, I'm going to give up three picks for Sam Darnold, a guy who knowingly sees ghosts, 
and just hope that he's the guy. Like to me, I, I would have stuck it out with Teddy for another year and then tried to make a move either for Deshaun later or move up in the draft next year to try and get a quarterback. Yeah, uh, the the seeing ghost thing really doesn't help his his case of being a starting <laughs> NFL quarterback. Um, I mean, it's not just Adam Gase. You know, the Jets have been terrible for the last decade now, but they've especially been terrible for the last couple of years. I mean, he had Robbie Anderson, which we currently have now on our roster, and that's really all he's had. I mean, none of his running backs were better than Christian McCaffrey. None of his uh, other wide receivers were comparable to DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. And, you know, we... We signed Dan Arnold, tight end, who's an up-and-coming tight end, and we actually have things and people in place to give him a chance to actually be good. Um, Our offensive line is better than New York's offensive line. I don't think he'll see ghosts in Carolina. Now, granted, we do need a left tackle. Of course, I think 30 of the 32 teams in the league need a left tackle, but uh, I think that if you look at Ryan Tannehill, for example, look at what he was in Miami with Adam Gase, and then look at what he was in Tennessee without Adam Gase, I think you can see a similar transition with Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold and Dan Arnold on the same team. I, I am excited about that. I'm not going to lie. Darnold to Darnold. I cannot wait. That, um, what's your expectation for this season, Bradley? Well, my expectation for every Panther season is always disappointment. Um, so I mean, before this trade, I figured we would be somewhere in the seven and 10 because we have 17 games now. I have to get used to that. Um, the seven and 10 to like nine and eight range somewhere, you know, mediocre. And I'm going to stick to that. I think even with Darnold at quarterback, we could win between, you know, six and nine games. Um, I'd lean closer to the seven and 10 because, you know, we went five and 11 last year. We were, of course, we were 0 and 8 in games by one score where Teddy had a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter, which is why we traded for Sam Darnold in the first place. Um, So, you know, it's a young team. Uh, The defense showed improvement as the season went on last year. So I think there is room for growth there. And I think we could be a in the hunt team towards the end of the year. And then in 2022, if everything works out, we could actually compete for, you know, a playoff spot uh, and, and actually get a rebuild successful. That's my hope anyway. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.